I don't see your excitement in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. And so go to your neighbor, shake the person. Shake your neighbor. Shake your neighbor. <laughs> because of COVID season, we are not shaking hands, but. Uh, so, yeah, shake your neighbor like that. <laughs> Imagine two fellows shaking you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's it's a beautiful day to be here again. Abeku, it's been over six months now. It's coming from the man of God. Whether it's true or not, it's it's been six months now. It's been a while. Okay. So, we thank God. I'm just trusting God to be of great blessing to you. These days, I will not be talking much. I believe it's going to be a great blessing. You can you can be seated. So, Pastor Misha or Professor Misha will be coming. Yeah, I call him Professor. Yeah, he'll be coming. Eleventh and tenth and eleventh, right? Tenth and eleventh. So, let's let's invite the people to come. He's, he's a mighty man. He's coming to bless us, and particularly he's, go, he's come to teach us on ministry. I don't want anybody here to miss. Don't miss this service. And invite as many people as you can. It's going to it's going to be a great blessing. There are certain people you meet and then you realize that hey, so what have you been teaching? Like what do you know? They challenge you to do more, to learn more. Do it from a pure heart. Okay. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We are here to be refreshed once again. We pray for the waters of your spirit to refresh our bowels in the name of Jesus. May our hearts be open to drink from the wells of the spirit. We thank you for understanding We thank you for all things. We thank you for the power of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's good good that you are going over the things that we've gone through. It's really, really needful for for emphasis. And and one thing I've realized is that to really catch the, the spirit of Whatever is happening at a particular place, you would have to listen to it over and over again. You see, I have been transformed. My life has been transformed in various ways through the listening of, of, of messages. And there you realize that whatever was happening wasn't just a man standing and then just uttering words. You begin to go into the very detail of the message and you can now relate it. Uh, the words of Jesus concerning how the words which come from him is 
not just mere words, but then they are life and then they are what? They are spirit. If even the things that we study academically, the things that we study in psychology, sometimes they have uh, a foundation in the realm of the soul. Then what about these deep spiritual things communicated to us over the years? The reason why men have not really caught the spirit of, 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 of whatever word is ministered to them is because of uh, inconsistencies. You realize that if you are consistent with it, your life will be, will be, will be impacted greatly. Your life will be. I can give you countless testimonies of whatever I have encountered through the listening of, of, of messages. They are not just mere words. It is life. It is power. A similar thing with books. You can encounter the spirit of the writer even in, 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 in the reading, reading of books. And most of you that are open up, you realize that even in books you begin to have encounters. You realize that you were not just reading anything. You were not just reading anything. You were reading spirit, though it is written. You get it. So I want you to be open up and trust God. And trust God. One of the ways to really experience the great blessings of God is when uh, we do not forget. We do not forget. James was talking about about that and speaks about the one that easily forgets the forgetful hearer. You see, he says such a man is not blessed in whatever he does. But then the one that does not forget, but keeps on what thinking about whatever he has had. Such a person is blessed. And I realize how sometimes we can be That was there. So now I forgot that I have now had supply. Supply in abundance. That can last me for one and a half months, two months. I forgot everything. And then when I was going to brush my teeth, I went to pick pure water to brush my teeth. And then I used the whole pure water. Then, ah, it just came to my mind. Ah, didn't I just feel this tank? Then I opened it and I realized ah, plenty of water was coming. I said, ah, what is this? Then I started thinking about it that ah, upon all the circumstances that happened around the water and me even going to bring water, the excess water to use, just that same morning, how come I forgot that water was flowing through the taps? And I realized that human beings naturally, we can easily, easily forget. And it was just, it was just ministering to me that this is what happens to us. When it comes to the word of God, we easily forget. We easily forget. So to keep these things in memory, it's like we need to hammer on it over and over and over again. I do not know why sometimes when it comes to spiritual things, we feel that, okay, let us dedicate a few months. Let's do a three-month course or a six-month course. Meanwhile, you build your entire life, your entire 26 years, 30 years, whatever, on what? schooling just to get to wherever you are and when it comes to god we think that oh just let me spend 
one or two uh, days or weeks to do a course on this, a course on that. If the demands of life requires that you put in so much, let's say a greater percentage of your life, let's say one-tenth of your entire life that God has given you to get to where you are, then what do you think of God's word that we are going to need, that we are going to depend on for the rest of our lives? It's something that we will need to really give a lot of attention to. It should be that, that which we eat, that which we see, that which we interact with at all times until we become that very thing we are talking about. You see, so one of the things of our ministry, the main thing is to raise up what people like us in the knowledge of our identity in God. Right now, if I begin to ask you, what were the clothes you wore within the week? Maybe the ladies might be able to remember. But I tell you, you will not be able to remember. Unless you have a particular, a particular clothes, maybe you've arranged that, okay, I'll repeat this, I'll wear this, I'll wear, so you know that and another if you keep on saying, you will not be able to remember. You easily forget. No matter how sharp you are, that's why sometimes it's necessary to keep on listening over and over again. You listen to a lecture over and over again, or you take notes, and then you yourself go over the notes. How come a lecturer will come and teach you? A teacher will teach you all the things, and then you get to the exams, and you still don't do well. You get it? It shows that Things do not just happen at the surface level. If you want to do very well, you must give attention, attention to it. So if you want to do well in ministry, if you want to do well in life, you must want give attention to these things. Let your mind be on these things. Are we there? Hallelujah. Okay. So that is it. So another thing I experienced when I was coming, I realized that I was sitting in a car and the glass was even tainted. Tainted glass. So, under normal circumstances, you expect that the radiation won't be so intense. I was sitting there, I could still feel the heat of of the sun. And when you when you open when you open it a little, you realize that ah, it's still greater. But even if it is tainted, you can still feel the influence. Do you get it? I believe so strongly that people that are discipled in God, people that are raised up in God, God wants you to have a certain influence on the artistic distance of the sun. You can imagine. If you are traveling to the sun, it will take years to get there and you still never get there. You get it. See the distance of the sun. And yet we can feel it's radiation. We can feel its heat. We can, feel, we can see the light. And we can feel the heat. That is what we are supposed to be. As people call God. So if, if, if your impact is just around you. Uh, you are doing something but you are not doing anything. You get it. Your influence must be felt. Because if, if, if we have become carriers of the glory of God, which can be likened to the sun, it means that our influence should be felt at every word, every stage of our lives. Your influence should be felt in the workplace. 
your influence not be felt even within your friends there. Your company, your influence must be felt everywhere. So ask yourself this question. How influential am I? Just ask yourself right now. Ask yourself. How influential have I been over the years? What have I influenced people on? How influential have I been? How influential have I been? Remember, the purpose of all this growth and maturity process is for influence. And that's basically what leadership is. You get it. So once that is missing, that is missing, we can talk of your personal inward growth and all that, but what is its purpose if it only affects you? It's good, it has affected you positively, but then its influence on others is that true sign of leadership. So you realize that everyone that was influenced by Christ to some extent affected others. They affected others. So ask yourself, why am I here alone? Why did I come alone? Am I not being blessed by the words, by the messages? Anyway, it might be possible because you didn't listen to it over and over again. If you listen to it over and over again, you'll catch it. You'll catch it and be on fire. Okay. Let's open our Bibles to Second Timothy. I'll just be teaching around that area for some time. Hallelujah. Okay, let's read from the 14th, chapter, chapter 3. Amen. I'm not going to teach for long, but I want you to go and think about this thing. Go and think about this. Are we there? Okay, 14, I read. Is it but thou, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned? Or our modern English is say lente. Or it's all the same. Both of them is modern, eh? Lent, lent, okay. And has been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Can we all read? Is it but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned? And has been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Hallelujah. So, is that continue thou in the things? 
from whatever I've experienced, not forgetting, uh, being the influence and whatever. He said, continue down the things which you have learned and you have been assured of. Knowing of whom thou hast learned it from the source. Next. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee what wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Next. He said, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect Truly finished unto all good works. Unto all good works. So what is the purpose of you listening to the word of God over and over again? He said this word, they are capable of making you wise unto salvation. He said, continue in these things. Remember the kind of assurance you have received from these things. What was your reaction when you received these things? What was your reaction when you got to know some of these things? There's one thing I've realized sometimes on when you encounter something for a first time, there's so much excitement and it's just a matter of time and then the love begins to go down. I remember Bishop Doug was trying was teaching on first love. First of all, he spoke about greater love. Talk about the love of God. Then he spoke about first love. But understand his context. He's the pastor of the first love church, so he's trying to explain something to them. And the way and manner he explained these things is that usually at a certain point of your life, especially when you get married or you are in love with something, maybe you are in love with a new job. How many of you? How, how was your reaction when you got a new job? Even, I mean, your first, like, you realize that no matter how bad it was, you were so excited about it. It reminds me of national service and those things. My man is so excited about 350 cities. Yeah. Because he thought that it could, it could do something now. Now they are giving them 550 or something and they are, they, they are complaining. But we, those that were receiving the small, small ones, we, we look at it and say, hmm, yeah, this boy enjoying. Our reaction towards first things, like usually you do not really have to be that 
convinced about the whole it's like there's just excitement it just accompanies the whole thing like someone getting a new car how did you feel when you got your new car your car but now the excitement level has gone down because you would want a better car (laughs) so this is something very practical and it happens in life it happens in marriages it happens like even in your studies with the word of god it happens in your first time too i mean when you are introduced to something that is so real you are so happy have you ever wondered why is it that most married couples they are not able to maintain the fire that they started with the joy the excitement that they started with They love themselves. If you didn't love the person, you wouldn't have gone in for the person. No matter how you might describe their love, whether you like the personality of the person, whether you like the body of the person, whatever it is, there was something that made you settle on on this. A friend was sharing last week with me and saying that, oh, there's this man that says that he doesn't love the wife. He doesn't love the wife. And to the point that the wife came was begging, Oh, what is it? What have I done to you? You don't even respond to me. You don't like no matter he doesn't have sex with the wife. And then he sits with his friends and says that, Oh, he made a mistake. He realized, Oh, okay. Uh, he thought that the person was nice, wife material, and all that. What kind of deception is this? Then he just married. Now you are saying your wife is not your type. But then from the beginning of the marriage, it was your type, you were excited about it. Know this truth, that there is nothing about getting familiar with our experiences. So your life might be a very beautiful experience. And yet, when you become familiar with it, you realize that you no longer treasure your husband the way you used to treasure. You also can feel that the, the respect you have for your husband is, is going down. When you see that lady, man, you need to stand on your feet. Because it's a normal experience. But this tells you the kind of progression you are making and it is retrogression. Yeah. The progression is retrogression. <laughs> trying to say that you are moving forward in life but in actual sense you are falling. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a normal experience. So people get so familiar with, with, with the things of God to the point that uh, they don't want to they feel that they know everything that uh, is going to be said. I think I heard a story of one person that, oh, Pastor Sam, always is he coming to teach? Oh, he's coming to teach the, uh, we know, we know already he has taught all those things. All those things, I mean. Uh, you know? Wow. So I'm coming to teach the same thing over and over again. Interesting. So there's nothing new to be 
to learn you have become familiar and and you will not be blessed you you, you are lacking a certain understanding you you don't know what happens spiritually you get it as i said earlier emphasis is even so needful in catching the spirit of of whatever is being communicated but the moment you fail to submit all because of pride arising in your heart you stop receiving from it you get it and then you say you'll be searching for something new excitement something that can make you happy and all that so there is that feeling which runs through every facet of life so much excitement from the onset getting to school i'm being practical very practical you want to be in school and you got yes you got your ss school after ss whatever you want to do almost everything every step So you struggle to do it. You struggle to get it. But when you get there, be careful that you not become familiar. So now people are tired of their work. Though it is their source of livelihood. Because they want better. They feel that they can be treated better. Know that their mouth has become what? Bigger and widened. Now they can take Bigger fishes and all that. Be careful when these things begin. So in ministry, people usually cut short the blessings that are supposed to follow when they become so familiar with what God has to give to them. They become so familiar. They feel that they know everything that God has, has said. If it can take you years to learn over and over again, and as you are learning, you upgrade small. Haven't you realized that the things you learned in SS, JSS were the same things you upgraded on in? How many of you remember Science and Scope? You remember that book? And when you go to the uh, SS, you, 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 you upgraded, you were using a QLA or whatever. It was basically the, most, of the things, most of the things that you could properly even remember power, the things that you you learned in your foundation. Most of you right now, you've forgotten most of the chemistry and everything. You, you've forgotten everything. If you go and sit for Wasi right now, you'll be a disgrace. Yeah, oh, it's true. It's true. <laughs> you see that you have become dull. Now you have become... <laughs> go and sit for Wasi right now. You'll be a, you, you, you disgrace yourself. Even with the English... Yeah. So get get get, get this thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are we here? So no no distance like spice up your relationship with God. Do you get it? Let it always be that kind of adventure. Like you always want to go deeper into God. Like find this called give time. Give time and attention. Good time. So, we'll be doing something. We'll come back to the scripture. We've not even started reading. I was thinking over the weeks 
things, ideas that have been in my mind that we need to really put in place. And we'll make sure that everyone goes through that system. Especially some of the things that I've started teaching. So we'll be starting. Everybody will go through, like, as if you're starting from the scratch. It will be like a school. And it will be our normal Sunday service. But then everyone must try and then be present. If for one or two reasons you're not able to make it, I mean, try and get the messages and listen to it. Because we need to build on the foundations. I've already explained that I do not want us to get to a point where we are doing God's work so much and then there is a missing link. I told that there are a lot of people that are doing God's work all because they have been taught leadership that okay, uh, they have been taught how to follow. But then there is that missing link of maturity. You see, if maturity really comes there, you realize that the person will be more effective than just following. You get it? The person will be more effective because it, it, it's coming from the heart. But then there is a possibility to follow and then be nagging. Doesn't it happen all the time? There's a possibility to be following and then be nagging. Saying all sort of things. Oh, church is stressing me. This is this is the and when you start thinking, you start saying some of this, it means that you don't know what you are talking about. That's why last week I was making you understand there is toil, there is what? There is a labor. You see? Church is stressing. What do you want to stress you? You want to work to stress you? Oh, you don't get it. So what do you want? You just want to be there. And the interesting thing about just being there is that you cannot just be there. You will find something to do. And the best amongst the worst is sleeping. Yeah, then you know that, okay, you are not adding to yourself, but then, okay, you are just but even that one, that one has consequences of, 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 of I mean, and it's, it's a sign of laziness and the consequences is serious. You'll be there and then poverty will hit you. Do you get it? So, the worst of them is the sleeping. The others, you realize that your hands will still find something silly to do. You get it. Someone was saying that, hey, they don't see me at all. What is it like? So, they, they hardly see me. So, when they see me, it's like, oh, so when will it be free so that we can, we can, have, we can sit down and have some drinks and, and, and all that, like, have a good time? Or, you just come and let's play games. Israel, there are people that are old and they, they, they play games. They want to. They still play games. How many of you play games here? You still play games? Oh, okay. Yeah. They play games. They want to buy the latest PlayStation 5 or what is it? Is it 5? About 5,000 cities or something. You see? Upon having all the, what they have. And they just want someone to. And if you are not doing anything, so that you drink. 
you drink, you smoke, you play games, you watch movies, you, 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 you just waste your life. And all these things is for temporal what? Pleasures, temporal what? Satisfaction. We sometimes lose focus of what eternity is. And all that we have is about, all that we do is just about how we are going to feel for the moment. So, you are there, some people are so wise, they are thinking the days are running. You are there, you are saying that the days are not moving. What should I do to make the... Or, or you don't get it. Like, two different experiences. I will be saying, hey, I don't have time, there's much to be done. And then, the guy that is sitting there the whole day is saying that, oh, the day is not end. What can I do to while away the time? Like, just... We, I just want the time to go. So he forces all these and you wake up and it's still one hour. It's gone. So what do you find to do? This is the cause of drugs, drug abuse and, and all sort of things. I thought of how someone approached me and told me that, hey, hey this drug, it is good, it's the best drug. The person was just hailing the, the drugs. And he was telling me, he said, oh, even, even this thing, how do we call it? Uh, this thing, the fuel, fuel. He was telling me, I know, I know some people have, like, there's that feeling, me, if I smell it, I am hungry. Some people, when they smell they like it. For him, he says that he drinks it. Like, fuel, fuel, you know? Like, you know, you know, so they, they have a tube, you see, like diesel. <laughs> yeah. For me, when I said, ah, I'm, I'm hungry. But, oh, when you get old, it makes you high. I said, come on. Come on. This is, this is your, and, I realize that if you don't practically get yourself involved in anything uh, to keep you to keep you moving, you will find somebody. I realize you you've gone for weed, like proper weed, the one that you can roll. I know I've met so many people. Like I know what I'm talking about. Whether a woman or a man, like I've met all of them, both sexes. I know some of them. They are they are open. They are open so it's like they will just tell you oh I didn't throw it away I don't care they just want the time to move something to I met this guy he was so happy and the, hey, this thing, if, you, if you put it into rice and you cook like it makes them and then how you can put it into cake Yes, all those like, and then the thing is that when I look at his life from the outside, I can see that things are not fine. But then he thinks that he's having the best of experience. So you see how deception is. So much deception. So if you don't actively find something to do, you inactively find something that you'll be actively doing. You didn't force yourself into it, but then 
time has to go. So you find yourself doing all those crazy things. Do we get it? So let's be intentional about about these things. So we are going to go through a lot of a lot of things. I think we have we are going to I'll be teaching these things myself. I'll try and teach these things myself. So we'll be doing our new believers school, our discipleship classes, our maturity classes. We'll be doing our school of ministry. Then leadership classes. We'll do our practical spirituality classes. And all that's what I'm saying. That nobody should miss. I'll try and I'll do my best to teach some of these things. Because up till now, you see, you're growing. And, and, and we know that as you're growing, we must see what advancement in your life. And these things must be taught. Human beings are stubborn. So, <clears throat> I was having a meeting with a minister friend. A very long meeting. And he was wondering, he was asking, does your leaders also behave like this sometimes? I said, oh, it's normal. Like they are like that. Like he was so concerned and he was getting so emotional about the whole thing and all that. I said, wow, they can do this to you. The way, the way I, I, I said, the man of what he carries and you people have become familiar with him like, hey, like human beings, they, they, they don't have vision. Yes, that, that is it. Like, so I told him, no, no, I'll come. I'll come. I'll come there. Like, this is serious. Upon all that you carry, the depths. And then your people, they don't, they don't, they don't value. No. What level of stupidity? Who has done this? Yeah. And I told you the greatest enemy, the enmity is what? Carnal mindedness. That, that is what will cause them to be, such, to be so familiar with such a gift. You see, it happened to Jesus. There was so much power and yet he couldn't do anything because <laughs> you know, people think that maybe Jesus was trying to do miracles and it wasn't working and all that. No, Jesus' power and miracles will work. But the thing is that the people didn't even believe to the point to bring their people. So those that came, the people were so familiar with him. Please don't miss your blessings because of a certain attitude which, which is not of God. Take these things out of your life. Life is too short to, to just be playing around like that. Hmm? If you have been here over the years, you realize that we have been teaching in a particular way. By now you should be advanced. Advanced. Man of God shouldn't be coming to you force you to do things and oh, I mean, I know wise. <laughs> Ask yourself, tell yourself that I'm wise. Say, I'm wise. I'm wise. So it's time that we become very practical. Practical with things. Very practical with things. Most of the times, many of the times, we, we only think about ourselves. And you can look at it, look at your life. Almost everything is about it. That is why you are not being effective in, in, in ministry work. There's a certain picture you have in your mind about how successful you would want to be. 
in, 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 in ministry, even in your uh, relationship with God and all that. But see, try and then look at what takes a greater percentage of your life. That thing which takes that greater percentage of your life becomes basically what you, I mean, like, it just puts you in, in that, should I say, that pattern of men. So if you want to really go beyond that, it shows that man has to be disciplined. Man has to be properly discipled. So don't joke with your life. Life is too short to be playing with. Life is too short. Or you don't see it as too short. Make a longer lasting impact. Our Lord Jesus didn't live 80 years. He didn't live 100 years. He lived just a few years. About one third of that. But then, his life and ministry has been so impactful until now. And we are the fruits of it. So choose the things that you want to influence your life well. And then choose what you want to influence. I know that deep within you, 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 you really want to do well. But the desire is not enough. You realize, like, God knows, yes, God knows your heart. But remember the labor and the toil and the energy is not coming from you because you'll be exhausted. The energy is coming from God. So trust God. Look, look unto God and, and let's trust the entire process. So these are the things that we'll be doing over, over the weeks. We are going to really establish that strong that everybody will go through, like I said, from the scratch. Yes, and then I believe after that, then we know we know if we are calling you a pastor or like a pastor <laughs> and something like that. <laughs> so <laughs> we are going to be practical. Hallelujah, practical. Okay, so let's go to the sixteen. Uh, we started from fourteen, right? So let's go fourteen. I'm going to talk on this, then I end. Fourteen. He said, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of. What have you been assured of? What have you been assured of? Knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And that from a child, you can see his training was serious. When you read the introduction of the letters, you realize, hey, this guy had a very good training from mother to grandmother and all that. Some of it has been like that you were trained properly. But as I said, I realized that over the years we become familiar with it. That's how come people that might not really have had that foundation. They are not really that familiar with, with even th- that Christian kind of background. Sometimes when these people are into, introduced, they seem to really do a lot for the kingdom than those that grew up from the church home, from the, uh, 
more of like that background of of church, 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 church. And now, practically speaking, you can see that a lot of people that even grew up in uh, in such homes, sometimes there are a lot of question marks. Do you know why there are question marks? Because they see a lot of things that goes on in the family. They see a lot of things that goes on between the pastor and the wife. Like, they see so many things. So now, they grow up becoming so bitter. Because they didn't see the practicality of whatever that was being taught. Nice predictions will be done at church. But I see the person has squeezed their face. Because when they get home, the love that the man of God spoke about is not what is found in the house. In the house, it is war. Exchange of what? Words. Fight. Throwing of things. But then on the Sunday, you hold hands. They come and sit. So now it has become like a contract. Okay, for the sake of the image of the ministry, we need to present a proper image. But then when you get home, there's a war. Yes, there's, there's, there's war. And most of the families are like that. That's why I was trying to mention uh, these things that usually there's a certain kind of excitement that people begin with. But over the years, because of familiarity, we lose respect for this thing. And now what is being of a great blessing to other men or a lot of people, the people that are closer, they never get it. They never capture some of those things. One man of God that came here, he was telling, I don't know whether he mentioned it, your, your, your friend, the one person about Yeah, he was saying, ah, they have been to the Bible, they have been with, they've learned so much, but he doesn't see, like they've tried to learn so much about this that, and all that. But he doesn't, like, you know, <laughs> I don't know how he was trying to present it, but then there's a difference. He was saying the same thing. Wow, you see? Like, he noticed a difference. So, what he, t- what he said was that, ah, it looks like they are just there and they are just familiar with, with the man of God. But then he has realized that there's a difference between catching the anointing and then just being around and being schooling and learning all the things that are, that are there. And I think Bishop himself has been saying it. A lot of the people that are close, they, they don't really get people that are found. They are able to really benefit from, 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 from his ministry. So don't become familiar with certain things. Just practice even with your life, with your lectures and, and all that. Or else you set a very poor foundation for, for your life. So, with these things, many sons or many children of men of God, they have become bitter in their hearts. If you see a man of God's child actually doing the work of God, you should thank God for the, for the man of God's child. Because it's not, it's not easy. Sometimes they can become very, very stubborn. All because of what they see. Sometimes it's, it might be a spiritual, negative spiritual influence on their lives because of uh, where their dad is, things just to come in to interfere with, with the 
with their with their parents' ministry and all that. But they've seen a lot of things growing up. And then they become bitter. Like you dad, you are saying this. But I don't see that at home. Mom, you come and say this. And then you insult the man at home. <laughs> Interesting, man. Certain funny thoughts are coming to my head. Yeah. And you punish the man at home. In several ways. Even in food. Salvation everywhere. So much more. Familiarity. Take it out of your life. So he said he should keep these things which he has learned from his childhood days and knowing whom these things have come from. Because these things are able to make thee wise of salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Let's go again. Let's next one. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction. In righteousness. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And is profitable. For doctrine. For reproof. Reproof simply means. Like emphasis or. You can see the word proof. So it's like you trying to reprove something. So it enhances your conviction. In whatever you are believing. For correction. I explained that. The rod of. Correction is used. To take away foolishness from the heart of the child. And that rod is, is the word of God. You see? So, just submit yourself as a child to the word of God. And I believe that any form of foolishness will be taken away. I hope you understand foolishness. Foolishness means uh, not being wise. Not being wise means not discerning the times. Do you get it? That's what it means from Ephesians chapter 5. So, it is profitable for teaching, establishing foundation, for reproof, for conviction, inner convictions, for corrections, for correction, or let's say warning, and for instruction in righteousness. Is an instruction in what? In righteousness. Not in any other thing. In what? Righteousness. That. Next one. That the man of God may be perfect. Perfect. When we are talking about perfection here, usually what comes into our mind is without spot or blemish. In a certain sense, yes, that's fine. But in other sense, it simply means uh, growth and maturity. There will always be spots because we are always growing. You get it. 
So that the man of God will be matured and properly prepared unto all good works. Unto all good works. These are the things that God has placed in there for us to walk in. They are called good works. The plans and the purposes of God, the intentions of God for a man. These are good works that God has foreordained that we should we should walk in. And the energy to do them it comes from him. Scripture says that we are his workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus. Unto what? Good works. Good works. So before you came here, before you were born, God's intentions and purposes for your life, they are huge. Very, very, very big. He calls them good works. And when these things are done, you see that the righteousness of God is revealed in the earth. When these things are done, you can see that the life of people can be found in God because there is a certain kind of influence that comes from you because you begin to shine forth the glorious light of the gospel. Just as I was saying, I could even still feel the heat of the radiation from the sun, even with a tainted uh, window, or how do you call it? Yeah. Even with a tainted window. That shows the kind of the kind of influence we are supposed to release as, 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 as people of God. And if we are not doing that, if we are not there yet, it means that something is missing. We must at all times be a great and a positive influence on our friends. Fully furnished in all directions onto good works. Good works. Unto good works. So, I don't want to go so much into it. I've spoken for close to like one hour now. But know these things and keep them in your heart. Let's become practical with these things. Let's trust the process. Let's submit ourselves to the move of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that something good is going to come out. Amen. So later you can still meditate on the revision that you did. There is a lot of things hidden there. There are so many things hidden there. Let's be upstanding.